Hey listeners, thanks for tuning into our podcast, but we know you may have an idea for your own podcast and that's why we are recommending you go get Anchor. Mm-hmm. You can create your own podcast and then like maybe have us on as guests. You should definitely have us on. For oh, we're, we're, I just checked our calendar. We're busy, Ooh. Oh, but we're available on this day. We can pencil okay, we'll you be, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're we in. can do it. Okay, we, we it. said yes. Forget it. I don't like your ideas. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anchor is the system we use and it's got a lot of cool tools. You can actually, it's kind of a one-stop shop place where you can go, you can record, edit everything, even implement songs from Spotify into your podcast. Mm-hmm. And what I like about it the most, to be honest, is that it makes us money and I love money. And it also is free, which is kind of like, you know, you save money. It's like I think that's the biggest money. thing is like it's free. So you don't have to worry about like paying any kind of fee or signing up for thing. And they do everything for you. So... You can go there. They will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other places your family are going to ignore you on. So uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started for free. Mm-hmm. Did we mention it's free? Free and you make money. You're going to make money. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe. Your family will ignore you. That's we're, true. It cuts to the core. We're not, we're not going to be on your podcast. We've got a really exciting guest today, right, Meryl? We do. We have Jordan Coburn. Yes. I'm one comedian. of the few people that say her name, even herself. Yes. Uh, I think she said it like four different ways before. And she's a comedian. She's a comedian. She has also spent a lot of interesting time in the music industry. Yeah. She's a woman. Oh, well, that already. She's really awesome. Okay. And now, you're just, you're stretching now. I'm not. You'll wait, wait till you talk to her. You'll, I can't wait to talk to her. I am stretching. Do you see my leg? <laughs> 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 You're fully elongated. Also, before we start, uh-huh. um, I just wanted to take a moment and just say I appreciate you. A few of our listeners have said that in recent episodes, it seems like I, uh, they call it like poking the bear. Oh. Like I kind of rile you up a little bit. Oh, really? Yeah. Like maybe they say I have a razor tongue towards you. Really? Is yeah. that true? Yep. Who said that? A few people. A I'll few? tell you off air because it, they didn't want their name said. Uh, it's just Jack. No, no, no. It was uh, Juliana. And they said, why are you so mean Lindsay. to Bo? They just said it seems like you uh, like in, like intentionally tease him. So if you have any beef wow. with me, we'll squash it I today. actually don't have any beef with you. Okay. I kind of feel like we've got a good thing going on. Yeah, I do too. Okay. I hate you. You slightly <laughs> dislike me. This is perfect. Not at all. Okay. Well, if they think, yeah, okay. We'll get into it. Maybe Jordan could like be our therapist or something like that. All right. Well, for today, today, so exciting. Let's just get right into it. What do you think? Yay, we should. All right, let's bring her in. Here we go. Come on, kids, now gather round. Grab a log and sit right down. What's that smell? What's that sound? You're on fire, now hit the ground. It's the campfire shit show. And now. Your camp counselors, Bo Hufford and Mero Climo. Hi, Jordan. Hey, how's it going? Hi, welcome to our podcast dungeon or kingdom. Kingdom. Oh <laughs> <laughs> kingdom. Um, first, I have to notice. I like your. Is that your? Septum yes, piercing. Okay. It is. Yes. Thank you. It's I, new. Uh, moved from the nose hoop on the side to the. Septum oh, that's right. A oh, nice. Years ago. Big change. It was. It was good. I'm happy with it. Do you feel like it? Because uh, I, I feel like I love 
when like girls pretty girls have like the little stud in their nose like it's very feminine and cool and this is kind of more like i take charge yes my mom got the stud actually before and i was like fuck that shit i'm gonna gonna do this my way your mom got a nose stud she did yeah total midlife crisis thing i just came home and she was just laying on the couch in pain with ice on her nose oh god (laughs) oh god are you kidding she got her nose pierced she's like oh it's been a tough day (laughs) yeah <laughs> I'm like, you know, you could have just been okay with yourself. You didn't yeah. have to put yourself through this. You guys don't have matching mother daughter tattoos, do you? Or no, but she did get a tattoo after I got one. Oh my! Oh my god! Yeah, she wants to be you. Well, she freaked out, and then she said, "You know, in solidarity, I need to preach to my kids." You know, I need to follow up on my preaches, which is that you're nothing matters. Your skin is whatever. Right. It's impermanent. And then she got Tinkerbell on the top oh of her shoulder. Oh my Gosh. god! Is she? Oh, is she, is she, you can't make Do you that have up. a dad? Is she married? Is I, she, so, yeah, my parents. <laughs> yeah. In this day and age, you don't, <laughs> I don't want to yeah. assume. No, but I meant like the idea that like, she's just born. It, like she, she could have another her mother, mom. Her mother was the Virgin spawned. Mary. And yeah. she's like, do you have a father? If yes. she's Tinkerbell, she's having like magic yeah. fairy babies. Oh. So yeah, this is true. Yeah, I do. Uh, my parents split and I'm much closer with my mom than I am with my dad. Okay. Yeah, I like grew up with her as a single parent, basically. Wow. Nice. Okay. So mm-hmm. it's a, so she's feeling good and out there. Is she on any dating sites? She, I think she did eHarmony. Oh, God. Yeah. How old is she? She's uh, 52. Okay. Oh, we're good. We're good. We're this good. might we're be good, good for no, you. No. We're good. We're good. Oh. Oh, I, was good. Bo's on. I have a range. I have a range. And, oh, and well, she's not in San Diego. She's so out of my Yeah, no. She's yeah, in My Vermont. range is out of San Diego. No. <laughs> 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 you know, it's like, oh, do you want to date within 20 miles? It's mine is like, we want to date within 3,000 miles. Yes. Like, no problem. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> she must be I very deal. proud of you. I feel like you're a good kid. Yeah. Um. I mean, I do stand-up comedy, so yes. that tells you something about your parents' approval of you and your <laughs> self-worth, but she's a nice lady. So I can't <laughs> wait to get into this. So, okay, so I don't even think you know this, but Jordan and I met because you applied for, or you worked at, did you work with me for a little? I forget yeah, exactly what happened. Yeah, just an intern at Belly Up. That's right. So mm-hmm. she was an intern at Belly Up, and then you went on the Vans, or on the Warp Tour, Warp Tour right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. what was that like? It was great. I did a production managing stuff throughout college, and then I was planning Sun God, that festival that happens on our campus, and then the, we had a security directing team come in and essentially just consult all of the security that was there, because a kid had passed away at Sun God the last year, so they're like, well, we have to try what to tighten this up. What did he pass away from? He took a pill that he thought was ecstasy, and it turned out to be Benzofury, and I guess he just had a heart attack in his dorm room. Any drug that has the word fury in it, I would say steer clear. Although he seemed like he was steering clear. Yeah, he thought that it was just ecstasy. Or any uh, pills at all. Are you a pill person? I'm not. I have really bad anxiety, and I took ecstasy one time, and it was amazing, and then I tried it a couple times after and just fucking freaked out. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> I saw Grimes. I was coming up on Grimes at uh, Lightning in a Bottle, and now every time, I can't listen to her music anymore. Really? Do you see, like, like, a demon or something? <laughs> yeah, I was just, I just freak out, man. I'm a hy- like a hypochondriac when yeah, I'm sober, so, am I. so Completely. when I'm on drugs, it's just, I like hallucinogens and uh, weed a lot, but... I can't do the pills. Do you smoke do you weed like every day? No. At one point, I did. <laughs> <laughs> every other day. I did yeah. Molly w- once, and it was like, it totally made me fall in love in the matter of four hours. By the end of, the, <laughs> by, by the end of it, I was like, I think I'm going to be with you for the rest of my life. And 
was it, were you just like looking in the mirror or there's another person <laughs> there was another person no. there was another person we just it was very early in the relationship and like after taking it we, uh, we we took it together in a group setting on new year's eve and then it's like i i must have danced for like six straight yeah. hours just and i don't remember how yeah. i danced that long but i just remember being in so much like happiness like i was just oh Mm-hmm. This is it. I found it. Really? I'm gonna be happy forever. <laughs> and then you know, fast forward to like the come down. It's God. like oh. eight hours later, yes. you're like detoxing yeah. in the county yeah. jail. And yeah, yeah. I took uh, I took Molly once. It was actually the second to last time I took Molly. There's this guy that I really liked, and he was an okay Cupid guy. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we had hung out a couple times, and he just clearly was not interested in actually dating me, but I'm like a crazy <laughs> person, so I was just like, I'm just going to be here all the time, and you won't have any other choice. And <laughs> it makes us work harder, right? What, like, were, you, were, you, were you Gilbert Gottfried at the <laughs> yeah. time? I'm just going to be here. <laughs> Let's take some drugs. <laughs> yes. But uh, he asked for me to get us Molly. He was like, hey, can you get us any Molly? And I'm like, oh, perfect in. And so yes. I just bust my ass to ask these people that I do not have relationships with <laughs> if they had any drugs for me. I get some. I go to his house. And then we take it. And then we're coming up. And then we go. And we walk out and around downtown. And then while we're peeking, he's like, uh, you know, I'm just so glad we can just be friends. <gasps> oh. oh, I would go into a, I would, and to hear that while you're on drugs. Yes. Oh, you got friends on oh while being God. on a drug. You oh. should have been like, oh. me too. That being said, those drugs cost money. So as friends, <laughs> yes. I'll just have you Venmo me. Yes. Okay. Oh my gosh. So, so did you get the feeling he was saying that to like establish um, Absolutely. Like, like she, this girl likes me and yeah, I Yeah, let to me say like this. shut her down. Oh, yeah. Fucking man. piece of shit. <laughs> I think You're, so. I've, I got friend zoned a lot. I feel like you like cool, funny girls. We like are. Have you gotten friend zoned a lot? Yeah, in your, me too. I'm just like I'm emotionally retarded in a lot mm-hmm. of ways, and I feel like a normal, competent, excessively competent person in a <laughs> lot of ways. And then with like, I'm much better now with therapy and realizing why I had that longing to always be accepted by people that clearly did not want anything to do with me, and yeah. I've like gotten over that luckily oh that you're but lucky because you're Gosh. still young too i was gonna yeah, say how old are you <laughs> well, 24 oh fuck. can you come over next yeah. week and like help you're a child and like, yeah. you're a child i i yes. legitimately spent like 10 years like pining for someone that like had to email me and basically say like this is never going to happen mm-hmm. and i'm like okay so like n- by never you mean like <laughs> never yeah. never See, in this lifetime so like possibly next lifetime remember that uh <laughs> that scene so in, cool. in dumb and we're dumber so where cool. he's like is this like one in a thousand she's like more like one in a million and he goes so you're telling me there's a chance (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of like that there's yeah really yes and and i feel like we're the kind of girls that boys would have over (laughs) to be like it's football day come sit on the couch but then at like 8 p.m they leave to go on like a date with a (laughs) (laughs) with someone else can you clean this stuff up thanks yeah like like this girl other girls coming over that i really like yeah no i mean i did sex stuff with this guy so he was leading me on in some way Uh uh-huh but not yeah no he's definitely leading you on yeah glad we can be friends yeah but Go ahead and get down on that. Yeah. God fucking men, man. Uh, well, women too. They're I not, was going to say. There's I'm a bunch sorry. of. Yes, everyone is shitty. As well. Everyone is yeah. shitty. So the warp tour. Yes. You got brought on as a production. As, as a security director. Oh, so how interesting. How yeah. old are you? I was 22. Okay, so at 22, you're in charge of the security of an event on the warp. Tour? She's Warped so tour, special. Yeah. I told you she was special. Was I, I know. I, I I get that you're special. I'm not. I'm not challenging <laughs> that at all. I'm just like when you think about the warped tour and you think like I wonder who's in charge of security. 
it's a 22 year old girl <laughs> yep, yes. who's just like this is my first job <laughs> like that scares the shit out of me yes that is exactly what it was uh but my boss who is a security like the security director of warp tour his name's Soli. he's a marine ex-biker gang has like a metal plate in his head he's Whoa. the he's the person that you would, you would expect, expect. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so it was him and then me and then one other person that were out there just as his like right hand people and a lot of it is catching crowd surfers honestly just for liability reasons just sitting in the pits and making sure that the security the local security is actually catching the kids because they'll just fall on their head and (sighs) sue and then it's a nightmare for the producer but um but yeah just a lot of you know making sure like advancing future tour dates while we're on the road on buses just making sure everyone's got all the requirements that are in our security rider yeah and a large part of my job was just making sure everyone was delivering on what they said they were going to just for billing and for that's a like a very important job yeah and uh, how did you adjust to touring life like what i loved it you did yeah i've always been a very flighty person Uh so (laughs) so i'm going (laughs) to like a different city every day is yeah how long were you on that tour uh that one goes for six weeks and i did that for 2015 and then 2016 and then in between those tours i did like mad decent block party and that was just me on those ones security directing that's like diplo's tour that goes to It's like Philly, New York, Canada, and a couple other dates. And then I did a Riot Fest for a couple years. And um, So did you ever have to like throw yourself in front of Mark Hoppus if someone's like going after him or something? Any weird stories like that? Yes. I'm such a... I I had a... (laughs) On Mad Decent Block Party one, one time, a kid got kicked out for whatever probably being too drunk or getting caught with drugs or something because we were operating drug dogs at the front gates that was another big part of my job and he's running I like the, the idea of operating drug dogs which is just like <laughs> Put a chip they're all shoulder. robotic yeah. and you just uh, i see you with like two joysticks <laughs> yeah. going back and forth like beep pop open like, like we're operating drug dogs over here german yeah. shepherd one bark yes. bark <laughs> yeah okay so so um, okay so this kid so he gets kicked out he comes running in and then everyone's like Jordan, grab him, which is my worst nightmare. Yeah, I never like, <laughs> like a football doing like, anything. Yeah, yeah. I try like I just shove my arm out in front of this kid, and he just runs past it, like smacks my arm back, and I get this huge welt and oh. bruise oh. on my arm that lasts for like weeks. <laughs> the kid flies by, no one catches him. It oh, was just, and so he gets back in. Oh man, and he's able to like get into the concert. Oh uh, yeah, it yeah. I mean, I was the line of defense, I guess, in that scenario, and I uh, I was not trained physically. <laughs> so I was going to say, okay, so you, you haven't done like, dr- Sully didn't have you do drills where like people <laughs> fall on your head or anything like that. No, no, I had one guy fall on my head at Riot Fest when I was in charge of a stage and uh, there was like a lot of moshing and all the security, local security just was not on top of their shit. And so some guy just like goes, yeah, like throws his arms up and <laughs> just tumbles on top of me and I just oh. put my hands up and I'm just, I'm going to try to catch this pot fucking badass as much as i can and <laughs> just literally fell on top of me did you have a lot of people uh try to like intimidate you or make you feel kind of yeah there was a lot of like the the older men from the local security that i had to manage had such an issue with me telling yeah. them you know what to do which is fine but i'm like a really nice person and i never at all enjoyed telling a grown man what to do right. so i think uh it was it was very obvious that they were just scared little boys on yeah sure, so sure, sure. it was very satisfying yeah but it wasn't so bad people didn't like 
you know, they didn't bully me too much. See, well, and that probably helps also your stand up because you're like, what? I've been in a crowd. I'm not scared of anything <laughs> yeah. at this point. Like, it probably, did, do you think that helped you kind of like pave the way to be a little bit less fear? Fearless? Yes, for sure. Yeah. It was very much um, just being responsible for things and taking accountability for things and just being confident in uh, standing your ground, I guess, when people are giving you shit. There were some things that happened where I had to like really stand my ground and it was very teachable i have two questions for you yes worst city oh that's a good one easy san diego oh no, no. <laughs> w- what, what's the worst city that you were in pittsburgh <gasps> pittsburgh oh, they're fucking idiots okay. oh my god i'm so sorry if anyone is from pittsburgh. i don't think we have any listeners okay. they, we a- might. at all um, <laughs> yes we do Bo. <laughs> i'm joking i'm joking but that's because you don't look at the map of I, our listeners I'm not, I'm not an shout out person. to scandinavia i see you <laughs> <laughs> Someone's paying attention around here. Um, okay, so it's so it's like uh, people are dumb, depressingly blue collar, right? Like yeah, I'm, they were just really slow, and it was like even just getting people into the show. It yeah. would it would be we would have like twenty lines, and they would all fill out the first like two lines. And, and yeah, and oh my we god, had that's to take hilarious. All of these people just being like, move over into the goddamn open lines, and yeah. they wouldn't. They would just sit there, and it was the hardest sheep to herd. That is so ever. funny. Yeah, it was. So weird. And then just so much fighting, moshing, like yeah. someone broke their femur in the mosh pit is just, Ooh. yeah. And it's like they have it's nothing to lose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they're just going to go like go for it because otherwise like I, what they. I lived in, and it's not Pittsburgh, but I lived in uh, New Jersey for a while and we would always go into Philly. Mm-hmm. Very different town than Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like kind of that same uh, blue collar feel, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, very much a prideful uh, people of their city. But no matter how many times I went out in Philly, at the end of the night, always, and I mean without fail, there was a fight that would break out (laughs) in whatever bar I'm in. You're true. They they do want to fight. It hits like 1.30 in the morning. People go, well, time to put in that fight. And it's like, (laughs) suddenly the place breaks out in a fight. You're like, why is this happening every time (laughs) I go out? Like, it's not like it happened once. Yeah. It was almost like the whole city just erupts. Yeah. And you've got got to get my quota in, you know. <laughs> People ca- care so much bizarre. more on the East Coast, and like we, I feel yeah. like San Diego can't, can't like muster up the yeah. like yeah. <laughs> even just the thoughts to be like I'm upset. <laughs> like, okay, second question. Oh, wait, yes. what about the other city? You had two, right? Oh, oh no, no, just, uh, just I mean, Wontog, Wontog, a guy was on shrooms and took a shit in the middle of the mosh pit, Ooh. and then I had to stand over and guard the shit before. And no. so that was probably the lowest point of my job there. But you, that's you nothing to, against the city. <laughs> you had to guard feces. Yeah, I had to guard feces. So it just doesn't get yeah. trampled all over the place <laughs> yeah. i do that at the dog park when my dog like drops i'm like oh uh, i gotta get the bag and i'm like trying to get it and i'm like standing trying to like not trying to step into it and then yeah no his poo wasn't like wiggling away or something. i can't imagine what that'd be when it's a stranger's shit oh yeah. yeah oh yeah um okay so the second question is were there any bands on the warp tour that were just complete dickheads yes riff raff i oh. fucking hate okay yeah right. nice. See, i like it. it i like, I like the honesty because some yeah. people are like i don't want to throw anybody under the bus yeah. or like they're just artistic yeah, yeah. riff raff's an asshole is that one guy or like yes it's him and then he always has a he has an mc that is completely worthless and just drives around they they required that they be able to drive around these mini atvs around tour and that's a huge rule that the producer kevin is against is anyone driving any vehicles through the crowd right right you know obviously yeah And uh, one time we, like, we were doing like a security detail for him. He always required to have an escort from his set 
back to his bus because he's just like, oh, I'm so loved. I need I need to be the only band on this tour. I, that I gets like it. Special. I might be out of it, but I don't even know who Riff Raff is. I don't either. So. Oh, my God. I know. Yeah, we, we're sorry. both we're do you, really out do of it. Do you remember Spring Breakers, that movie? Yes. Okay, so Riff Raff is the person that the, that, guy that, that James of? Franco's. Oh, yeah. yeah, he seems like a awful a mess just a complete awful like white rapper just oh my god yeah. dreads and yes yeah gold like, teeth and just white just a mess you know just the most cultural appropriation yeah. ever just to the most extreme degree <laughs> and uh yeah he was horrible but we got into it one day because he refused to get off of his little toy and i literally was just standing in front of this grown man like Riff Raff, get off your fucking <laughs> thing. For real? Yes. Mr. Riff Raff, you get off that ATV. What if his middle name is like Raul? Like Riff Raff Raul <laughs> Thomas. Like get off if you use his full name. Like <laughs> You're going to get all your drugs taken away if you don't oh. yeah. participate right now. Yeah. And, yeah. Th- and, then, uh, and then he just said, you're no help and zoomed around me and I was powerless. So. Oh my gosh. Another and then one you, another Another <laughs> moment where by. weeks later you still have a bruise, but it's, yeah. it's, on, your, heart. it's on your heart. Yeah. But you're like, I really want to punish you but i can't move away from this feces like, <laughs> like please just don't drive over the feces yeah, could you imagine if he did this whole story is like shit and riff <laughs> did you have a gun were you armed with a gun oh god no, no i'm okay. very i have never touched a gun in my life yeah what about like mace or uh, taser i have or mace on my keys me too i do yeah. too now i feel like but do you know how to use it properly i don't like, i've i sometimes actually when i when i'm walking alone i'll just uh I'll just be walking and just do a little squirt just so they know. Oh really? God. Like right in the neighbor's <laughs> dog's eyes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, yeah. you're good. <laughs> okay, this, sh- this shit works. <laughs> I don't know, and I know the one time I'm going to need it, I'm going to like end up spraying myself in the face. Yeah. Why don't you just I mean, learn how to use it? I know, it? I, need, I need to learn how to it's use it. It's very unrealistic. make sure it's not very windy. Don't be an idiot. <laughs> I could totally see myself. I got gel pepper spray, so it comes huh? out It comes out like shaving cream, kind of. Oh, really? And you put it in your hand, it's a smother it in the guy's... Like, hey, one second. Come here. <laughs> <laughs> I get a nice lather on this thing and <laughs> put it on your ass. Yeah, but I like that one because then I don't have to worry about it disseminating everywhere. It okay. just kind of is a more direct stream. So that's good to know. It's so funny. Like, uh, th- it's, uh, yeah, yeah. I just think about, like, what does a guy do when he's walking alone and he walks up to a group of, like, five dudes, right? Like, we, I don't carry mace. I know. But, like, th- yeah. I live in a state of fear. I'm supposed to be able to protect like, myself without anything. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's which I true. totally understand that. But like, if I were to go and there were three dudes, like, they what would, would you do? clearly yeah. be able to destroy me yeah. just because there's three fucking dudes. Yeah. You know? So it's like, what would I do? You know <laughs> what I mean? You'd kill them with your comedy. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, is this thing on? <laughs> <laughs> you know, have I got a joke for you? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> What's the deal with three? Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> What's the deal with three dudes? Sometimes I hold my keys like it's a weapon, but I, I feel like it's not. So I know just because and I only say that because like you can get jumped and it's so easy like someone jumping up behind you smacking you on the head or something you know it'd be so easy mm-hmm. right yes. yeah mace nothing's gonna help you at that we're point. supposed no. to walk with our keys like they're a claw yeah, but I feel like that fingers, would yeah. my key is like like half of an inch too so it would like yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, like a little like cat scratch yes. yeah like so scrape it, ouch you got me cat scratch fever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like we're supposed to stab someone with a dull key also. That's that's the most just You have intense. an old skeleton key. It's like, this is not working. <laughs> After like 9 p.m., my life becomes very small because I don't like to walk yeah. places. So I get very fearful. Same. Yeah. yeah. Do you I feel really that way too? anxiety walking outside. Yeah. Like anytime that a car drives by, like I just, I think I'm just 
they're just gonna roll down their window and i'm just gonna be that person that just gets shot yes and it's for no just, reason for no reason I, it's Wh- very irrational fears. so you guys just like, don't leave the house after a certain part i do but i like park really close yeah. or i run <laughs> or i like i don't know i just i'm I, you guys I'm have mild agoraphobia or if yeah. like a van passes by i'll like drop to the floor and like roll down the hill like I, it, what like they're <laughs> like I, like as though I'm about to be like if they have cord like I picture them having like 24 inches of like a not that's a actually what we something. used to do when the Jehovah's the Jehovah's Witnesses would stop by the house we'd be like stop and drop and get out of the way and it's like, <laughs> Shh, don't say anything the Jehovah's Witnesses are here they come to your house they used to really I didn't know that when I was so a kid there'd be like a screen we have a screen door on our front porch or something and they knock on it and my mom would be like be quiet. Jehovah's We'd all be like, hiding like there was some kind of demon at the door. I was like, why? I'll talk your hair off. They can hear yeah. you. Little yeah. did you know the demon was inside you. Yes, I know. Yeah. I know that now. Know. <laughs> Do you come from a real, are you religious or? No, I've been an atheist for a long, or agnostic. I'm very, I'm like more spiritual now than I was before. Oh my God, so California. Agnostic. You're so spiritual. Mm-hmm. The universe Yes, <laughs> I'm all about the vibes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the vo- do you do like crystals or any of that kind of stuff? No, or? that's hard for me. I mean, I think they're pretty to look at. Right. But no, I uh, I do not believe in, or I don't practice crystals. I should say. Oh, oh my gosh, oh that my is goodness. so funny. Oh I'm my like, goodness. I'm like, do you do yoga? Sometimes you do. Oh I like God. the concept of yoga a lot more than you would think. And it could provide good really material. Do for yeah. your stand-up. Yeah, yoga's great. I mean, I have a tattoo of Alan Watts on my arm who's like a super Eastern philosophy guy, so I'm very into the philosophy of it. Um, okay, so after you did that whole thing with the Warp Tour and all of this security shit, mm-hmm. uh, at some point you decided to get into comedy. Yes. Yeah, so what and why and how and what the fuck? But yeah, so then I just uh, I just smoked a lot of weed, got a tattoo, and <laughs> hung out for three months, unemployed, and just spent through all my savings from touring, and uh, just kind of did some soul searching, and thought uh, where I just tried to get a job somewhere where I knew I loved what was going on there. So I looked for comedy club jobs, and yeah. I applied to ACC. Super glad I did not get yeah. the job there. Yeah, I heard really. Yeah. Interesting and awful stories of the management there. He's a crazy person. And then I got hired at Madhouse, started working box office there, worked there for like three months. And then I started doing stand up in February of last year. Wow. Now, did you already have a whole bunch of material or like while you started working, you kind of thought about what would I say if I was up there? Yeah. No, I mean, kind of. I would write down. I've been writing down just premises for years in my phone, Mm -hmm. but I've never actually tried to turn them into a joke. So the first time I went on stage, I just told this horrible story that was not funny or punched up at all. And then I was like, oh, I have to actually write jokes. Okay. (laughs) You're like, I have to do this. Like, oh, good for you for trying. What was the setting in which you went up on stage? Was it as a comedy club? It was. It was Madhouse. Yeah. It was just afterwards. Mm-hmm. Was it open mic? Um, it was. And actually, nice. Daniel Delgado uh-huh. was the one that really got me to do it because I was always hanging out with all the people afterwards. And then one day, Daniel was just like, uh, so when are you going to stop creeping around? And when are you actually going to do this and Aww, stop just judging Daniel. us? He's a good guy. <laughs> he is a good guy. guy. Yeah. We we did a podcast with him, but we're going to have to redo it because the whole time we just talked about like a girl on Instagram that he yeah. had a crush on. And yeah. Well, so. that's the problem sometimes I find with comedians is they're so on that like they can't get out of the bit. Yeah. So then it's always a bit. And then you're like, are we having a conversation? Or are you just doing a bit? Yeah. So at but that time, Daniel. at the time, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we were talking to him. It's just a bit. Yeah. 
Oh, I was like, fuck this bit. <laughs> I was like, let's get to the meat and potatoes of this shit. <laughs> yeah. But we okay, love so that he helped foster you. Yeah. So he, it, was, yeah so, it was just so a valid he, point. I was yeah. like, you're right. What am I doing here? Just w- just the hanging out watching this. Clearly, I'm interested in it and I want to be in the crew. Mm-hmm. So. so he says, hey, what are, what are you doing? Why are you wasting your time? Get up on stage. You're like, you know what? You're right. And so you get up on stage and then it's a bomb. Yes. Was it like a five minute set or? Yeah. Five. Yeah. Five minutes. Five minutes. Five minutes. Mm-hmm. And was it An all just. Open c- mic five minutes is a. That is a. Oof, anybody. I'm telling you, there are some people who don't do comedy who think they can do comedy. <laughs> and they think like five minutes. I could do 15. I could do 20. It's like, no, you can't. I, I would be so amazed if anyone like their yeah. first time out of the gate are funny for even five minutes yeah that seems insane to me mm-hmm. a lot of times people say you either get up and you just bomb horribly or you just are a freak and you do really well your yeah. first time and then but you're like oh yeah in between yeah. yeah yeah so was yeah. it all other comics in the room when you did it or was it like a crowd of yeah there were some normal people that were hanging out and then <laughs> normal people i love it i do think of like that though too yeah like yeah, yeah, there's yeah, comedians like other and humans. there's normal people yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah totally yeah and then there's a lot of comics and um Anthony Gruber, who used to work there, and he's like a San Diego comic. He was my good friend at the time, so he was really supportive. Just kind of. What I want to know is, uh, what is it? Okay, so let's say you do anything, and then you get the balls to go do it live, and you fucking bomb. What makes you go? I want to. Oh, that was awful. This is a horrible experience. I need to do that again. Yeah, I think redemption. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. It's every time you bomb then it's a seed of yeah, just redemption then it's like, well, I'm not going out like this. I'm not going to go out on a bomb and unless you're just bombing consistently at which point you may need to reevaluate. I think you have to be so fucking ballsy or just absolutely clueless to be a comedian. Yeah. Cuz cuz yeah. you just have to either <laughs> not care or like just be an insane person. Mhm. Totally. And you've already bombed, so it's kind of almost like the worst has been over. Like no, you know, because no, oh, listen, so. you're gonna bomb <laughs> over and over again. There's not like, oh, I bombed my one time. I guess I'll be great every other time. But it's like have ripping you off the band-aid. Since? Oh, absolutely. And have you bombed after you've had a really good set? Yeah, for yeah, sure. Of course, you just yeah. It's like it's part of like it's almost like uh, uh, playing basketball. You're not like gonna you win every game, but when you lose, you lose poorly. Yes. Like you lose bad. It's like, oh, that was a zero to ninety. You yeah, know what I mean? It's a mind fuck. It makes no sense. It's like yeah. when I got naked for my boy my boyfriend the first time, I'm like, oh, this is what it is. And then like and then like <laughs> and then like each time I'm just like, oh like it's it gets a little that. bit easier. No, it's not as bad though, because the initial shock <laughs> wears off. Where like oh, like now God. each time I'm like, okay, I like I remember the hurt and the pain, but like, like Oh my god, just, Meryl. You build up layers better right yeah Yeah, you manage it better so it's like you build up you build up it's like a callus well the problem is in comedy you can't turn the lights off you've got to get up there (laughs) in the light you got to show it all true and and i think that's uh i have so much respect in and just in any comic that will get up there i've been to open mic nights where i'm like holy fuck this is awful Mm -hmm. in every way and i know that guy is funny but he got on stage and as soon as he started bombing it just was like, well, you know what? You guys don't like comedy. Fuck it. And they just like to un- oh, and he freaked unwind. Out. Oh, yeah. yeah Have you turned on the audience ever? Or No, I always turn on myself. Yeah. I never yeah, yeah. turn on other people. <laughs> I think that's actually endearing. I think people like when there's like this self-deprecating comedy. You know? Yeah. So even if I saw somebody bombing, if they started to pick on themselves, you'd be like, okay, I, I'm with you. Yes. Let's, let's do this. Yeah. You are awful, but 
it's funny. Yes, because when the whole audience turns against you, it's, oh. a, it's a feeling unlike anything else to just oh. know that the crowd has collectively decided without talking <laughs> to each other that they fucking hate you and they're not going <laughs> to laugh at anything that yeah. comes and out of your mouth. Yeah. So, like, yeah. c- can you tell kind of at the gate, like, if you go to your first joke and it doesn't hit, like... Yeah, yeah, and usually now I realize that it's it's some subconscious thing I think about my vibe. If if there's a one instance where it just really, really is a hard bomb for some reason, uh-huh. um, especially in the context of other comedians that are doing well, it's like mm-hmm. there's something that I'm giving off huh. that they don't vibe with, and you and it's I don't know how to identify it yet. I mean, it takes that's what takes years, years, and years yeah, just to yep. just you know, because sometimes be it can be someone being not confident enough or overconfident or mm. they think that you think that you're so funny or they think that you right. don't believe in yourself. Yeah, yes. it's, it's really I, weird. Like, I exactly. think uh, sometimes just my own thing is like I'll see a comic who is like uh, excessively good looking mm-hmm. and I all I automatically I'm like, all right, this person's Fuck not going to be funny. They're <laughs> yeah. not going to be funny. Like Whitney Cummings, when I first saw her, I was like, you're not going to be funny. Mm-hmm. And so then she has to go almost like so far or Sarah Silverman. They're so Absolutely. aggressively like, just yeah. like blah. And you go, oh, okay. Yes. All right. Yeah. Wow, you surprised me. Yeah. And I think your persona, when you get up on stage, you're really approachable, very friendly. And so that's mm-hmm. why I think your comedy is easy to like get into because it's like, oh, this girl's not a threat and she's totally fun and funny. And she's, and I like her. Yeah. yeah I feel like yeah, there's someone that you're like, like oh yeah, I feel like people, it would surprise me that people could watch you and be like, nah, cause I feel like you're very <laughs> yeah, likable. I agree. I <laughs> agree. But I think we should have Jordan help us do comedy and bomb together. I would, I would love to. I've, I, I've been working on a set. I've been You've working on this. You've never gone up before? No, never. You have, though. Nope. What? No, I know. Isn't yeah. that crazy? You are definitely, you are significantly funnier than at least 50% of the people that are <laughs> we, doing I, open mic. Okay, so I just think so you know, Just so you know, uh, that still doesn't mean we're funny. That just means that yeah. <laughs> half the world is really stupid. No, we're dumb. funny. But I think I think for me, like, it's, I'm almost afraid. I want to preserve that because I almost don't want to be found out the other way where it's like if I go up at Madhouse a bunch of times and get booed, or then I'm like, no, I am really funny. Like, there's yeah. almost like a big giant mm. ego attached to at least my oh, thing of sure. like wanting to preserve what I think Absolutely. is funny. Yeah. But that's what a uh, sitting in the hangs is for. Cause if you can riff, riff sitting, if you can, uh. <laughs> if you can like riff well with comics, then yeah. that's where I think most comics respect the senses of humor of other comedians a lot. Is, I do is, hear that a lot. Is like, hmm. wait, you're not a comic when I'm hanging out with comics. Yeah. Like a Gabby. Yep, Gabby. Gabby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gabby was like, "Wait, so uh, have I seen you before? I feel like I've seen you from." Nope. And you're like, well, "Are you going up tonight?" I'm like, "I'm not a comic." I know that's it's what like, we need to do. I'm it. just producing the show, and they're like, "What?" And no. I'll go up and do like, like I've done sketches before and emceeing stuff. So it's like it wouldn't yeah. be my first time holding a microphone and speaking to an audience, but mm-hmm. having my own material. Like, I think it would be really good for us to go up and have the experiences yeah. that Jordan's saying. So here's like, the thing, though. So I run a com a comedy show here in town called Rift City Comedy, but it's me and two other comics and our rule is kind of like we're not going to do comedy on the show like mm-hmm. we're not going to be any of the features or headliners we're going to just bring comics in and give that experience to them like showcase them uh otherwise like so i would never be on my own show but that's the the best place for me to actually do it because yeah. it's people that i don't have to ask anybody i can just be like i'm gonna do three minutes yeah here we go. But oh now I have to like my palms are sweating. Instead, just thinking I, about it, Jordan, instead, help I'll us. have to go do like an open mic someplace and really bomb yeah. in front of people who don't even want to see me. But we want Jordan in the front row heckling us. Like you do oh suck, Meryl. <laughs> like if I think, we're gonna call you. I if think we that's do. one place I would I would do okay is if someone was heckling me. Yeah, I feel like I, could, I feel like I could handle that. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, oh, there's, I can't. There's I a lot know. of people like Dallas McLaughlin. Mm-hmm. He just fucking handles hecklers and his crowd work is so amazing. He, he does. And he's someone that like rightfully so believes in himself so much. And mm-hmm. I like and I feel like also Dallas has been doing it consistently for so many years that like I give him credit because it probably he's been doing it. You know, if you do like 400 shows or whatever, he's yeah. probably done by like the fifth person that heckles you you're probably like okay i got this yeah, yeah totally did you see uh the john Dore show that we had i did yeah yes though somebody heckled him or kind of heckled the room a little bit and he just i've never i was so impressed he owned that room in that moment yeah it was like right as he got up on stage the com the comedians <laughs> before him a couple more like maybe not as they just weren't, didn't have the best set right mm-hmm. but it was a good show still and some lady in the crowd was we paid five dollars for this. And oh I was like, God. I was like, yeah, you only paid five fucking yeah, dollars. Yeah, yeah. And then he goes, yeah, that should tell you something. I'm the kind of comedian that does a show that only pays five dollars. <laughs> oh my god! And he like took five dollars out of his wallet and handed it to the lady. Yeah. And then the whole crowd was like, we hate this lady. Yeah. And we love John Dore. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was just like. Holy fuck. It's like watching a magician do a trick that you're like, yeah. I don't get it. Holy fuck, that blew my brain. You know, it was so awesome. Just a pure joy to watch that. Have yeah. you been heckled badly? No, actually. I do not it's struggle you're with so approachable. at all. You're so nice. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. People people don't give me shit. And I think uh I don't see a lot of girls get heckled actually. There's only like three in San Diego comedy right now, but I, I never Bo yeah. <laughs> yeah. has a crush on them all, so No I don't. Oh, yeah. But no, I don't. <laughs> I like comedy and I like women. Yeah. So those two things together. Are your dream. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Exactly. Um but yeah, <laughs> I think it's <laughs> I think it's a little bit easier though, maybe on I don't know. I guess gender roles and expectations kind of and help out. I feel like I was gonna say girl. I feel like your boy comic friends too like if you're getting heckled really bad i would almost like look at like uh one of our friends bajan is a comedian and i feel like most of bobby yeah yeah and i would like look at bajan and be like help (laughs) like i hate to say it but i still feel like i would (laughs) like if i was getting up there and getting heckled i'd still be like i need help yeah Yeah, yeah. (laughs) i like i mean i wish i was so into women empowerment that i'm like i got this boys and then like kissed my biceps but i'm like i need boys to help me in this situation yeah Uh. yeah it's weird i'm i'm not super good on my toes really because it's just i'm just so scared when i'm up there so it's yeah what's your worst experience i had to do a show in oh my god fucking two days ago was my worst experience really actually yes have you been to space bar in la mesa yes so it was a show at space bar and it's like a coffee shop okay and it's it's uh it's not even that bad of a room you know they have their bar and then there's a stage and then people that sit there and i walk in and it's I'm doing a 15 minute set, which I usually only do like wow, 10 that's minute long, sets. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've only long, I've yeah. only done 15 like two other times, and I walk in. There's two tables that are set. One of them is a group of 12 people that are not not a single one is under the age of like 75. Oh my god! <laughs> it is front row table, just old, 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 like so. Like a senior citizen old. outing. Yes. So yeah. And, and <laughs> All your jokes are about social media. You're like ecstasy, yeah. am I right? Oh like, my god! Yes, <laughs> like, no. what did she say? Yeah, yeah. Snapchat. And then, uh, and then the table behind them was uh, three children that were all under the age of five. Oh, oh my no. god! And their parents. Oh no! And I just like, I like leaned over to Jaleesa Johnson, who was also on the show, and I was like, "Hey, Jaleesa, shoot me!" <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was just the worst. It so you did so a bit bad. on like fish sticks and like catheter bags. I literally, <laughs> I was so shameless. I pulled out any story I had about my grandfather. Oh, oh really? That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, and it was like. 
I was just going through my notes. But what if the story was jokes. just like, so my grandfather used to touch me in my bathing suit area. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that funny, guys? So did they laugh? Yes. Or did you, did they were they, so sweet. They Aww. were really supportive and they turned out to be like liberal, actually. So they were down for like Jaleesa has all these really racially charged jokes and yeah. they were down for that. And it was very surprising and uh, it wound up being a good time, but really good for comedy chops. Yeah. 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 But that kind yeah. of stuff. Yes. Yeah. You're not always um, going to get like adult you know or not adults but you know people that are yeah, into regular it. people <laughs> yeah yeah i did a show i was out doing some artwork um for an event at harrah's rincon casino and they had a comedy showcase that night mm-hmm. so it was like people who were their vip they came in for like a prime rib dinner or something mm-hmm. like that and in this huge ballroom where they're getting fed prime rib they had a comedy showcase so they had dat fan okay and a couple other guys i can't remember their name but they go out there and they're obviously too young by a lot. Uh-huh. Like we're talking about a casino. Yeah. A prime, prime rib, rib dinner. <laughs> Everyone was old and not interested <laughs> in comedy whatsoever. They were like, where's Don Rickles? Oh, you know yeah. I mean? like yeah. That. Like, yeah. Uh, and these guys tried to come out and do comedy. And, and each one as they came off the stage. I mean, I didn't even know there was comedy. happening. I was backstage. I was on a break. And so. They would come back, and I hadn't heard any laughs at all. I just kind of heard this like muffling of the the microphone, like, and it was like that was him telling a joke with no, no laugh break, no anything. Oh my god! And they came back, and he goes, (laughs) the one guy came back, I was like, well, that was fucking awful. Give me my check, I'm out of here. You know, kind of thing. See, we need that for our little. Our souls need to get like ripped open and then bandaged back together. I don't think I need a a, a ripping uh, of the soul (laughs) anymore this week. If if we can, yeah. I also need to. Now I can't stop thinking about the casino buffet. I'm like, (laughs) damn. I like, I like that prime rib sounds so good. Um, is there a lot of competition with the other two female comics and you? No, we're all really supportive. Cool, that's awesome. Yeah, there's actually not a lot of competition between comics in general, at least in my experience. Right. Um, In San Diego, I think. Yeah, there's... There's weird stuff that like cl- like ACC for example created a really big riff between comedians kind of they yeah, like, they, had to pick their yeah. over oh, Madhouse really? yeah yeah they had to, uh, I guess the manager of that place the local comedy club here which is pretty pretty much the biggest local comedy for club. sure really good and club. they have connections with LA and stuff mm-hmm. they put this like thing in place that's like uh, you either. You're Fuck! There was just. Did you uh, hear about that big riff that just happened? I with did with Hannibal Burris. Yeah, yeah, and Doug so Han- Stanhope. Yeah, so Hannibal comes <laughs> down. Hannibal from uh, Bra- really funny guy. He came down. He was supposed to be here for the full weekend, mm-hmm. right? And then maybe you should tell the story. Yeah, I just so Cameron Frosty used to work there. I probably should not drop names. It's fine. No one's <laughs> no. just start it over. We'll yeah. cut it out. <laughs> okay. With graphics behind him, Hannibal Burris, because he has a DJ, right? Right. He's got a and, DJ. And so, and he just had a black screen that it would return to. He wanted to have the ACC logo. Oh or, my god. Or right. yeah, or or like something like just, a Chrysler just, commercial or something. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, yeah. I think I think I I guess I understand it because it's the branding of the place. Yes. But but he wanted covering to covering the eagle. Right. He he wanted. Here's the thing is they go in the be- yeah. behind the comics and it's like the logo of the club. So anytime you take a photo, anytime there's video, it's like it, you're obviously at the American Comedy Club. Right, you know? right. And I get that. That's good branding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Hannibal has this projector, a screen. He's got a slideshow. His, his stuff is going. It was kind of like, hey, I want you to put my logo on this. But is a real this guy's 
really aggressive yeah and crazy yes yeah totally like borderline seeming kind R- of right yeah. and so he he confronts hannibal mm-hmm. okay go ahead and i heard hannibal was actually really nice about it and mm-hmm. even said he would consider it and was yeah. trying to not make it blow up and do a huge thing right and then i guess justin just still pushed and sent him an email i think threatening you know with right. some sort of oh my gosh. some sort of threat like you know we don't have to do the shows or, or something and i think the way that i heard it explained was hannibal social media and it's just like Oh man! Yeah, crazy. It's pretty. Oh, I have to go back and read it. Is it still up there? There's tickets. There's tickets that were pre-sold, and the problem is, this guy from American Comedy Club, which I don't, (laughs) I don't even know if I should be saying. Next thing, I got death threats or something. Like I heard that your podcast was talking about, Uh, but I've heard nothing but bad things about this guy in the comedy world. Yeah, he's just an insane person, and it wasn't just like. Uh, he said, hey, put my logo on your slideshow. And then Hannibal said, okay, give me some time. I will. And then it escalated to no more shows. It's like obviously a lot has to be said to get to the point where someone like Hannibal right. is traveling to this town because he lives in Chicago, right? Yeah. He flies to San Diego to do the show. He's supposed to be here for three days. S- tickets are sold out. Like, the, you know, wow. what I mean? all this stuff has to happen. And then it gets to a point where this guy is so difficult to work with that work with that Hannibal has to be like yeah okay fine we're not doing and it. it's like for not one show can you just have your person. logo co- yes. covered up like it's so yeah. unreasonable it's more it's than that because this guy is constantly asking for crazy things mm-hmm. so then where does that Doug Stanhope so then Doug Stanhope tweets he retweets Hannibal's tweet about it and says I've had a really horrible experience with this yep. club this is the worst club in yep. San Diego for Whoa. comics to work yep. with there are so many stories I'm gonna talk about it on my next podcast so he puts his next podcast out and like the first 10 minutes he's just talking so oh, I'm gonna go home yeah. and yeah. Um, do you have like also a cute comic boyfriend? Yes, Ryan <gasps> Wait, Hicks is my boyfriend. Are you sure you want to talk about this? Because what happens if it falls apart? I have, I have faith That's in true. it. This will be solidified. I'm just in saying. Time. I'm yeah. just saying. You're still young. You <laughs> well, sure you okay, want to talk if, about if you, this? I think this will come out in probably like two weeks. So if you guys can definitely still make it for like two weeks, yes. that would be perfect. I think, yeah, I think yeah, you yeah. will. Yes. Okay, um, so you got a comedy job. Now you're a stand up, and now you scored the ultimate. A stand-up boy. Yes. Yeah. Me and Ryan started dating pretty much as soon as I started stand-up, actually. So we were dating, like, in secret for, like, nine months. Cause oh, jeez. I just wanted to... For like, nine d- months? Wait. Deliver that yeah, baby, really huh? Yeah, a long time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I just... Oh, because um, you didn't want to be like, this is my girlfriend doing comedy. Yeah, like- I don't know. It's just the, the scene is, I don't know. Honestly, the guys can be kind of over i don't even know if overprotective is the right word it might even just be sort of possessive yeah and not in an active way at all like i don't i don't have any sort of there's a couple instances where people have said things that are just explicitly possessive and that's annoying but it's just kind of vibes and and i'm just trying to have my own identity right coming in and if you're like if you're there late talking to someone like it's kind of assumed that you're going to be hanging out with other comics. So it's like, yeah. you don't want like, Oh, this is this person's girl. So you can't talk to her. Yeah. And, yeah. Plus yeah, you don't want to uh, like take away the validation that you're there for your own reason. Yes. And not because you have a boyfriend in that world. Exactly. Or that you're getting stage time because your boyfriend's been in the comedy world already. It's exactly. Just, you got to do it on your own. Your own marriage. So did exactly. you see him doing stand up first and you're like, I gotta get this? Yes, I thought that he was very cute and funny and <laughs> he is so cute by the way. I know who he is and he's like I like that like dark haired glasses, yeah. like he's adorable and a half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so then, pinch his cheeks. Yep. 
Yeah, and then I uh, saw him sitting at the bar sad one day, and I was like, I hope he broke up with his girlfriend, and he did. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. And that and that girlfriend, was that Taylor? That he no, it wasn't. Oh, okay, it was no. another girl. Okay. Yeah, you got to stop name dropping. <laughs> We're not shit. name dropping. You are. Okay, you don't want to put are. people's yeah. dirty laundry out there and be like, oh, it's he not, was yeah. dating this person and that person. Well, he had a previous <laughs> girlfriend that was a great com- or mm-hmm. is a great comedian as well, so good for you guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm only speaking love. I'm not. Yeah, no, it's fine. I mean, these are the things that are happening. Exactly. This is, yeah. So this is reality. that night, did you like console him? No, not at all. No. With your no. lips? Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, no, I just admired from afar for a while. And then one day when we were in one of those comic circles where everyone's hanging out, uh, he like brought up a band and then i was like oh have you heard of this song you know coldplay too dude i (laughs) we should love coldplay you do unabashedly (laughs) it is like me and my dad's band and coldplay and you too it's coldplay you too ub40 those are ub40 just just so you know coldplay and you two are just the exact same band (laughs) i mean people will hate me for saying that but it's kind of true oh for sure what's your band that like you think you shouldn't like but you do Fifth Harmony. You know, oh, I love Fifth Harmony. Oh, yeah. I haven't heard of Fifth Harmony. Oh, they're like a girl group. Oh, cool. Yeah. They, oh, now it's right, only four of them. But she said that she Fifth Harmony and Camila Cabello. Like yeah, if she ever saw her in person, she would cry. Ooh. Like, this is a, a singer. <laughs> they're like a like yeah they're a girl group they're kind of like the little mix have you heard of them uh-uh. little, oh, see, I, I genuinely am 13 years <laughs> Mar- old like, in Mar- my like, Dis- like like disney channel like bands <laughs> like um like one direction or? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so okay, they're kind yeah, of like yeah. the female Meryl, one direction Meryl, <laughs> what are you doing like on instagram i go to check like all of the girls pages like every single day and i follow their parents and everything like Whoa. and if i, I want to go see camila caveo by myself and like somehow work my way into the vip because i will cry but i'll be like a 35 year old scaring her being like like it's all these 12 year olds like wheeling in for make a wish and then me like <laughs> me like i just really like you I <laughs> i'm creepy uh, um oh okay so then you guys started dating after yes you- yeah I, all of my relationships start with exchanging music all the time that's mm. always really just, yes i'm such a sucker for good taste in music yeah we talked about like a like a Tame Impala cover of an Outcast song. That was oh, nice. like the yeah, first. Yeah, I, lo- I love that. I yeah. love Tame Impala. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we just made playlists for each other, and like we're messaging constantly. Aww, and then it turned guys. into like, "Will you be my girlfriend? Will you be my boyfriend?" It was actually very reserved, and we were trying to not be in like a committed relationship for a long time. And then uh, it just was like, "Okay, well, I mean, we're hanging out literally." Wait, I know. Yeah. I was gonna say, I know what day. kids mean now when they say hanging out. Yeah, that was like. <laughs> Up, you know, yeah. reproductive wise. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you said, like, wise. you know what kids mean, but it's like that's been happening for hundreds yes, of years. <laughs> we are just hanging out. Even now and then, my boyfriend will still say, "Oh, this is why you hang out with me." I'm like, "Okay, we just bought a house. We live like stop saying <laughs> really something that we're hanging out." Why do people dating? get so stuck on words like that though? One time I was like, "Ah." Oh, Gosh, I really like you. And it's like, just like? And yeah. it's like, no, what? I love you too, but like, I really like you, which is a great thing. Yeah. Like, yes, but, but I want you to <laughs> really love me. Like, like yeah. <laughs> You're so crazy. It, sometimes it, we also got into a fight because one time he said, like, do you, boo boo? But I thought, like, I took that as, like, go do you, like, away from me. Like, and oh. then I said, so that we had this, have like a three hour fight about, like, why I don't want to, like, do me, boo boo. <laughs> <laughs> And then he's just like, I just meant like, go, go on with your bad self. And then like, so now, now he'll say it. Like if I say, oh, I'll be home in an hour, he'll just be like, do you boo boo with like a wink. But, <laughs> but it's these little things that like, I feel like girl, when we're, I'm already like, uh, on the defense of being friend zoned at all times. And so I'm just like, 
why do you send me like the winky emoji? That means you just like me as a friend. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so okay, so you got okay, so I'm I'm so into this because okay, so so wait, yes, I, I love th- hearing about young love. I know, I know. So how long have you guys been dating? Uh, for a year. A year. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. And do you like yeah. out? Congratulations. Comic each Thank other? You. Is it one big bit? All the time, or do you guys have not series? Not at all. Okay, no. good. We do not riff that much together at all. Do you actually. ever do this thing where you're out, something happens, you're like, "Oh my god, this is a great idea," and then you're both like, "Fuck, who's getting it? Yes, who's getting it? Yes, yeah, we'll definitely come up with things, and then one of us will be like, "That's a good joke," and then you just have to. Usually, the person that says that's a good joke it's gets theirs. it. But then a lot of the times, it's like, I know it was a good joke. That's why I said it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, you have to do it. Yeah. We know some comedy people that, like, I feel like if they dated another comedy boy, it would just be like, we're dancing at every moment. And, I, like, I feel like I couldn't go, like, bowling with those couples yeah. or anything because it would give me a headache. No, we're, like, very chill and, like, to just um, hang out and watch a lot of Chopped. We do that. Oh. oh. Yeah. Wait, do you, get, do you uh, partake in marijuana and then watch chopped i do you do yeah ryan hasn't been smoking for a while because he's trying to get a job which he has he got one now so i don't know why he's not but yeah. <laughs> get to it Ryan. yeah yeah what Start are you doing man. yeah uh who's your favorite local comic Ooh. other than ryan yes um okay so favorite local comic right now is joe grillo he's so funny okay yeah and he's we'll have to have him on mm-hmm yeah and he's um he hasn't been doing it for that long, and he just yeah. does everything right, it seems. Yeah. Like, he works really hard. He's Sweet. out at all the mics. He's funny, like, genuinely funny. He never causes any drama. He's never involved in any drama uh, or we're anything. Gonna get, once he starts some drama, then yeah, we'll have we're, him on. Yeah, we, like, we, we like shit show people. This is a fucking shit show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then yeah. I guess my last question for you is uh, what are you doing now? What's what's coming up for you? Where can people see you? Uh, what can people check out? Do you have a YouTube channel? Are you fucking doing anything that we should be looking looking for? Yeah. Uh, so I'll be performing tonight at the Comedy Store, but it's not. Oh, this will be released. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll start, uh, you yeah. can see me at the Comedy Store on Wednesdays at the Best Of's shows. And nice. then uh, doing a weekend at Madhouse, April 6th and 7th. Oh, nice. I think it is. And, and then the podcast random yes oh my gosh you're on a podcast can you please explain the yeah. podcast to me like i'm a baby parakeet or something because I, yes. I don't yeah i love talking to birds <laughs> uh, it's it's a explain it to her like a baby parakeet <laughs> yeah. speak yeah. to poe as though he's yeah. normal and can understand yeah, yeah, yeah. things but and then she's just a parakeet i listened to it and i was like i think <laughs> i understood like the first medium. four words because you guys are also smart Yes, thank you. It, we, it's called Muller She Wrote, and it's me, Allison, and Allison Gill, and Jaleesa Johnson, three female comedians that basically go over the news and the Mueller investigation uh, into the Trump Russia collusion um, every week. And we just go over. We do. We do all the facts, and then we have our segments. It's it's like a fact-based, politics-based podcast. But that we, sounds but really funny. <laughs> I message <laughs> Jordan, and I'm no, like, but we riff, we riff a lot, uh, so it, it winds up. What being, made you want to get into that? Yeah, that's. A I I studied political theory in college, and I was really into activism, and I used to want to be a lobbyist, and that's a, or like an attorney. That's what I thought I was going to do. Yeah, and then I did the music stuff, and then now I just don't. Give so a that's shit a about podcast really. that people can check out currently. Yes, what Mueller she wrote. Okay, mm-hmm. have you guys gotten any like cease and desist from Trump's people <laughs> of like? Or any weird like Russian activity going on? No, in that would be cool. We'd feel really nice if that happened, but we're not on anyone's radar, I don't think. We do have a decent amount of listeners, though, which is cool. So we have uh, Podbean. We're up on Podbean. We're up on iTunes. Uh, you can check our website out at com. Nice. And yeah, it's really fun. It's awesome. Been re- it's been going well. 
Very cool. Well, you're a goddamn joy. I know. Thank you. It's so nice to so talk to you. You are a goddamn joy. It's really fun. Fuck yeah. you for being so awesome. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Hey, you too, guys. And thank you. Will you come back on again sometime soon? <laughs> yeah, I'd love okay, to. Okay, good. Yeah. Maybe also, you could, if you feel like coming on Muller, she wrote, just. You I know. think that would be fun. I think we should go on. Bec- <laughs> I do. Bo, I'm You would willing. have no content to add at all. Jordan Meryl said, would just be like, eh. <laughs> I don't even know what's going on. I don't know why Gilbert Godfrey. I would. I told her I would be a good guest because I don't even think. I think even politics in general is like a conspiracy of itself. So if you guys don't mind that, I think people are like lizards and we can talk about that. Also hashtag Pizzagate. I'm going to bring that in every episode I can. Oh my gosh. I had a conversation last night with two guys about what Pizzagate is and they just looked at me like, (laughs) you're kidding me. Oh, I'm rubbing off on you. And I was like, it's a thing that could have happened. I'm not saying it did happen. I don't know that I believe it. It seems kind of unbelievable. You're spreading the gospel when you're out in a valley. I appreciate that. But (laughs) I I found myself defending the idea of Pizzagate when really I'm usually the guy going like, this is such bullshit. Give it time. The masses get scared when you bring up like conspiracy stuff. But you really do think there are lizard people. A million percent. Yeah, totally. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, that is our episode this week. We love you, and uh, we will see you next time. Thank you. This episode of Campfire Shit Show was produced by Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. It was edited by Bo Hufford, and the theme song was produced by me, your friendly camp counselor, Jeremy Stock. Hey, campers, if you want to be the next camper of the week, Email campfireshitshow at gmail.com. Say hi to Bo and Merrill on Instagram at campfireshitshow. And please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. 